I am Stephanie Bachmeier and this podcast is for pioneers of all kinds. We explore new ways of leadership, communication and co-creation. Be curious, be inspired and be on fire. In this episode, I talk about summer, about stepping on stage, sharing your voice, and what it means to stand for your truth and what might hinder you to bring it out, and how storytelling matters as a skill for leaders and how you can work with your story material, with your narrative material, to distill or to get aware of what you are really standing for. Enjoy! Hello, everybody. Hello, beautiful people. Today is the third episode and it is about summer. And I need to admit that summer is currently quite far away from my current situation. But it doesn't matter because it's more about the metaphor and the whole cycle here we are speaking about is of course not so much or not only linked to the year but really to each project you do maybe age phases or it can be quite different things this seasonality plays a role so summer is now the season where things blossom, get very expressive and on stage. When I dived into my research some years ago, I was starting to write all kinds of stories of my past that came in, into my mind and collected narrative material. And when I was looking at these, it was seven key stories that then made my basic structures. I was understanding that each of the stories was about a certain conflict with authority or the system, the mainstream or yeah, the system I, I lived in. And I understood that these are such important moments of truth. And maybe when you listen this episode now, you feel like thinking about what was such a moment of truth for you? When um, did you conflict um, with authority? And how did you deal with this moment did you fight it through 
or did you rather adapt and leave something behind? And what was it actually that made you conflict? So which kind of quality conflicted with, with other quality on the other side? So just to give you an idea how much information is in these stories uh, and that are stories we tell ourselves. And when we work with them, we can also rewrite them and we can transform them and write them anew and distill the wisdom out of them, the wisdom they contain. Mm, I would now like to come back to summer and stepping on stage and how we feel about stepping on stage also relates very much on um, how what kind of support we had and maybe also um, opponents um, in our family setting or yeah because often we then internalize these kind of voices and they are like inner critics or even saboteurs that hinder us to get out with things that matter to us. So to work with this inner resistances um, is, a, is a major thing to do so that we can free ourselves and bring um, our truth on stage. And stage, of course, does not mean for everybody that you get on stage in front of a big audience no, this is your life stage. Now, what kind of stage this is, it very much depends on you. It can be a painting, it can be a writing, it pen can be a contribution in politics or a speech you hold or whatever it is that helps you express um, your truth or what matters for you. There is, of course, I'm working a lot with leaders on this topic and how storytelling matters in communication, um, in leadership. And why it matters is because you bring more awareness in your communication as a storyteller. You can organize a workshop, for, for example, as a leader for your team. And you can just run into it and do a work on the topics that are important to work on for you and the team. Or you understand that opening this workshop is like a little stage moment where you can bring awareness into it and you can frame this workshop with a kind of lead story that shows what matters to you what do you want what do you see as a best possibility for your team how do you plan to get there 
together and where do you want to invite them to? And preparing this kind of moment as a storyteller, let's say, makes it an aware communication which is really powerful and enables then to do much better work the hours that follow later. So, of course, there is this part of setting an intention. So what is it that you want to achieve as a storyteller or leader at this moment or in this setting? But there is also this um, more practical thing of crafting the story and structuring it. And of course, you can train your skills how to deliver it. But what is part of, let's say, a new way to lead is to bring awareness in it what matters for yourself as a leader, what you are standing for and are passionate about. Because then you can, mm, then there are sparks in your speak, speech and that these sparks are much more impactful than a perfectly trained rhetoric performance. Yeah, so that is actually why in the leadership program I offer one of the main modules is Lead with Story to bring really awareness in these kind of stage moments. But even if you are not a leader and this does not matter for you in this context, you, you, you might have different stage moments um, in the sense of where it matters what you bring into a group, where your contribution matters. And to bring awareness in these moments, that is what I would like to invite you to. And I very much believe that when we are sharing more of who we are as a human being and our very personal perfume or how I also call it elixir, then we drive into more abundance because then we it's easy for us to share our uniqueness once we are aware of and we can really be generous with it because it's we have enough of it <laughs> so for me it's it's like a pathway out of scarcity into abundance is to to share with others your uniqueness and your unique contribution and that is related to summer
So I'm happy that uh, Ina is able to join this conversation and we can have a little demonstration. Mm-hmm. Um, hello, Ina. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Good to be here with you together. From, Likewise. Um, and the idea is to, to have a little demonstration and... Um, invite you to tell one of these kind of signature stories where you rebelled or uh, had a clinch with an authority and then we can see what is coming out of it. We we are doing it really spontaneously. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not prepared uh, and we will see uh, how it unfolds and how it is helpful in the context of this podcast episode. Okay, mm-hmm. so do you want, are you ready to jump in and share a little story of your past with us? Yeah, I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm, one situation and story that comes to mind is um, when I was uh, 19 years old, I had just turned 19 and I wanted to go to Australia. (laughs) I wanted to have a gap year and first I was thinking about going to the UK and being being an au pair there and and my parents were like happy and like, oh, that's close by and all good. Or like they were thinking like somewhere in Europe, you know, like she won't go that far. Um, and then I don't know <laughs> where, uh, this inspiration came, I think through some, yeah, back in those days, it was still some advertisements like, uh, like going on or having a gap year or, you know, yeah, going, uh, going somewhere as an au pair. So then suddenly I started seeing images uh, from Australia and surfers and suddenly those started to like pop pop up more and more. Maybe I was uh, unconscious- unconsciously manifesting that. But yeah, then I uh, just decided to go to Australia and I just kind of informed, informed my parents that yeah, instead of going to the UK I'm thinking about going to Australia and my uh, mom was um, really excited and she's always um, very optimistic and has has a lot of ideas uh, and and she was just like yeah yeah sounds amazing like go for it and and my dad was um, yeah completely frozen and and scared and I don't think he was fully showing that but he was really really um yeah not liking the idea which I understand now um looking at the situation from his point of view like of course it's not a nice situation when your first child decides to go somewhere very, very far away where there's no relatives, no friends, no one. Um, 
so I can understand now that yeah, it must have been quite a shock. And I appreciate that even though he felt that way and and that in that way I, I felt his authority and I felt that he really didn't want me to go. Um but then at the same time he didn't fully say to me like not do not go. But I could feel that resistance and this this conflict. Um and yeah then then I left and then then I think only when I came back from that trip and back in those days actually I I went there twice <laughs> to Australia and it was I I wouldn't do <laughs> that uh today with climate change and everything I I don't know what was going on in my mind but anyway I I went there twice I think afterwards my my dad was saying that I really like broke his heart and that it was really really hard for him and yeah I don't know how much he slept <laughs> during nights while I was there and yeah I I have a lot of empathy for for him now and um yeah I I respect that even though he was, you know, going through all of that, like he was still, uh, he still, I guess he had no choice because I also had made my mind. It was kind of like, I wasn't even expecting that there would be no coming. I was like, so sure. So yeah, maybe that's not the best example, but yeah, I think there. That's one. It's perfect. Thank you very much. There is no good or bad examples. I love it. And um, listening to you, I was just thinking how how much of an empathetic person you are because you were much more in the position <laughs> of your father yeah. <laughs> when you told the yeah, story yeah. than in your own. Mm. And that is interesting because uh, you said it, no, I had made up my mind I, and I didn't care. I was ready to go. So there, there, there must be a really assertive, strong part in you. And mm. if you are decided and you want to do something and now I see you nodding and yeah. I'm just, um, then, then you do. Mm. And that's amazing. I mean, that's such a beautiful quality. I want to appreciate this, mm. this part that went for it and did not question it. And of course, there is the the empathy on the other side, and it's a a great combination. So, I love your example because it's an example where you did not lose or give up one a piece of yourself to adapt, but there was the strength to go for it, and and that's to go for your truth now. And that's very beautiful. And also this kind of assertiveness, I think it's something which we are often not taught mm. as women 
now we are more educated to be empath mm -hmm. which is a good thing i don't want to yeah <laughs> uh, to to downgrade empathy but but um also to appreciate the assertiveness and going for the own truth mm. and thank you very much for sharing so i think that's very inspiring yeah, yeah. and it's a beautiful example how this moment and this little story tells so much about you mm. as a person yeah 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 thank you for for seeing those different different qualities yeah Yeah. So thank you very much, Ina. I think it's beautiful to, even if we are on a soundtrack only, let's say, and uh, to to share and to demonstrate a bit of what we were talking about. Yeah. Yes. But maybe I can ask you another question to mm -hmm. complete mm -hmm. this little work. How much are you connected right now to this part that is going for the own truth in your everyday life? Do you feel connected? In some ways, yes, like hundred percent yes, and then in other parts, no. It's, but it's definitely, mm, yeah. It's 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 not a full yes or full no, and I I feel this assertive part is very very present and of course that's more easy to communicate to those that are the closest to me so maybe in some work situations it's not so easy to always you know go fully towards my my path and my my truth but I still feel it's the anchor and that's the That's the the intention that I have. And for example, how I have currently set up my work work situation, like being involved in, in different projects, in different organizations or companies. I think that's me constantly like aligning my life to be more aligned with my truth and purpose but of course there's a, there's another part that is like you know <laughs> you can do so much more and I, I feel for example now that there's maybe a bit more going on uh, since I will be um, traveling um, traveling for for three weeks I think yeah if there's no When there's more, more spaciousness, there's more time to, you know, to reflect and do those correction steps and, and align with my truth. But when uh, there's times that are, are more intense, then there's not as much time to reflect. But I, I still feel that I, you know, uh, I constantly sort of do the check in and like where am I going and is this is this right for me does this feel good am I aligned or or not so I think it's almost maybe in some ways my my life mission to 
to constantly um, look for those right steps and and aim for the the truth yeah very nice thank you very much Ina for sharing and I think this topic of of summer is very much about bringing our Mm -hmm. truth into our life and um, of course this is not a one-way communications because we are not alone on this world I am very much fan of um, bringing a clear truth and then also open up for dialogue Mm. and being able to develop this truth further yeah yeah exactly that's something now that you you said that that's something I realized I didn't didn't say but I think that's so so important like of course not just sticking to one truth and and letting it constantly evolve and I think yeah one of the the best ways is in dialogue and and to to constantly expand so I think that's a really really important part of it Mm. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, found it useful, make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for listening to Pioneer Spirit Podcast. See you next time.